Hey friend, I hope you had a chance to check out the stress series on the podcast. If you haven't, please go check it out. Last week's episode was amazing. We had an interview with integrative herbalist Amy McKelvey. So, so good. Her conversation sparked my topic today because I just had to dive in to some juicy, juicy stuff. I really want to break down the stigma and barriers around orgasms and self-pleasure. So we are chatting all about it today. I am diving into all the amazing benefits of it and why it's something that you should be doing regularly if you're not. And if that thought makes you cringe and the idea of this topic makes you cringe, then this is for you. You need to start discovering the in and outs and depths of why there is shame connected to this for you, why there is guilt connected to this for you, why you are so avoidant of it. You are not the only one. This is so, so common, which is why I felt such a responsibility to speak so publicly about this sensitive topic. Please stay tuned through the whole thing. I would love to know what you think over on the Balanced Momtality Wellness and Support because I do think this one's going to be a little controversial, but I know it's going to be juicy, juicy. Hey, I'm your host, Dr. Desiree Cassell. I'm an orthopedic and pelvic floor physical therapist specializing in women's health, aka pelvic floor. I'm a wife, mom of three, foodie, lover of all things movement in nature, and I'm super passionate about educating, empowering, and supporting other women like you to find and maintain balance throughout all aspects of their lives without pain, pressure, or peeing their pants. And this is the Balanced Momtality Podcast where we will talk about all things pelvic floor, your core, and optimizing your pregnancy, birth, and postpartum recovery, providing you with the knowledge and tools so that you can feel like the strong, playful, and happy mom that you and your family deserve. Now let's get you out of those pads and back to loving movement. Fill up your water, pop in those AirPods, roll out your mat, and let's connect. Before we start today's episode, just a quick disclaimer that anything mentioned in this podcast is not meant to treat or diagnose any medical conditions. If you have any questions or concerns about your healthcare needs, please seek the care of your medical provider. This is also a safe space where we will be talking about very sensitive but important topics such as issues with peeing and pooping, relationships, and even sex. So if you have littles around, probably a good idea to pop those AirPods in. But otherwise, I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey love, so glad you're here joining me for another week on the Balanced Mentality podcast. I so hope you have been paying attention to the podcast and following along in the stress series. We are done with the stress series, but last week's episode was amazing. If you missed it, it was an interview that I did with integrative herbalist Miss Amy McKelvey, and it is just full of so much good conversation and knowledge and tools and some tips for you guys to just start thinking about the use of herbs, the many benefits that they have. It is something we need to be trying because it's something that is going to help our system, especially when it comes to managing the stress in our system. As we know, if you have been listening through this stress series, stress is a huge, huge, huge factor 
and contributor and sometimes primary cause of a lot of our conditions, our pain, our dysfunction, our disease, our inflammation, autoimmune conditions, our mood, our energy, so many things. And it is pretty complex, hence why we dove into stress with the stress series. And talking with Amy, we got into a lot of really Um, interesting topics that I know are going to um, mean she's coming back at some point so we can dive in a little deeper to some of those topics. But it did inspire me this week with um, the topic I want to just dive in with you guys on because if you didn't listen, please go check it out. She is such a wealth of knowledge and just an amazing, beautiful soul. She does so much work for women um, and just trying to educate women so that they know more and have more tools to help with their own health and wellness because there is just such a discrepancy, as we know, um, between men and women and how our healthcare has been um, presented to us and how we navigate healthcare and how practitioners approach us compared to men and just in the media, how much there's a difference in advertising and marketing and the messages that we're getting as women throughout our lives. And especially when it comes to self-pleasure, you know, we touched on this topic about how there's a lot of shame and guilt around self-pleasure and masturbation as women. And that it's really something that just isn't really talked about and discussed. And most, you know, many women might not even know that that's something that they want to even do. Maybe they stumble across it and they're like, oh, wow, that was really amazing. But there's this shame and guilt associated to it. I, you know, working with as many women as I do, um, it's pretty common to have women who are like, no, I don't do that. <laughs> like, um, no, thank you. That's not for me. And you can kind of see the like, ooh, the like shame, or maybe they do, but they're like, oh, is this bad? They're kind of embarrassed to admit it or say that they do. And I just wanted to have this episode today because as Amy and I talked, we just, you know, it's so clear that we need to talk about this. We need to spread the word. We need other women to hear these stories. We need to spread this message so that you and your daughters and your granddaughters and your nieces and your sisters and all the women in your family can just have a different sense of self, a different appreciation for their body, a different acceptance and love for their body, how they treat their body, how Amy likes to say, being kind to your body and treating yourself with kindness. And um, self-pleasure is a big, big act of kindness. So today I just want to dive in and kind of debunk some of this, you know, shame and guilt and taboo around orgasms and masturbation as a woman and just self-pleasure. And so if that's something that immediately makes you go, um, yuck, I don't want to listen to this. Well, that's okay. I totally respect that. But I also just want to, um, right back at you say why why do you not want to listen to this why is this making you feel yucky why is this making you just like ugh in your skin because that is the issue why are we given these messages as women when men it is all around us that that's a normal thing 
right? Like even as a kid, I remember it being just like, whether it was in a movie or, you know, I grew up with brothers. So in my house or just in our culture and our messaging that masturbation is a thing. It's kind of a joke like, oh, you know, like masturbate in a sock. Don't mess with the dirty socks if you have sons or, you know, things even in the media of like erectile dysfunction. And there shouldn't be any shame around that for men either, right? Like it is a normal, healthy process of our body and we should be in embracing that and not shying away from it just because we feel like we shouldn't whether it's a partner making you feel like you know that's only saved for them and it messes with their ego because that's really more what it is right like if you have these issues or these had past situations that with your relationship that maybe made you feel like it was wrong for you to masturbate or self-pleasure or anything like that and explore your own body then these are discussions that might be difficult for you to have with your partners but I encourage you to have those discussions and maybe you don't have that discussion right away. Maybe you start breaking down those boundaries with yourself first. Because as, you know, Amy put out so beautifully in that podcast episode, I really, really encourage you guys to listen to it. It's a little long um, because we did just have such an amazing conversation. So break it up if you need to, but fully worth the whole listen. Um, But, you know, she talks about this idea of like, you need to know your body the best, what makes it feel good, what makes it not feel good, so that you can communicate that to your partner. It shouldn't be the other way around. Why would someone else know what your body likes more than you? Why should someone else know where to touch you and where not to touch you before you even know that of yourself? Part a big, big, big part of the work that I do and that Amy does as well is just reconnecting to your own self and reconnecting to your body. And as I've talked on this podcast a lot, and especially through this stress series, trauma and which can show up from, you know, those feelings of shame and guilt, you know, trauma comes when we are not connecting to our body and we don't really know what our body is trying to tell us and maybe we're disconnected because of the shame and the guilt and we don't even want to explore down there quote down there right like we're giving it other words because people don't even want to say vagina vulva penis like touch your vagina touch your vulva explore your perineum like we need to find out especially with pain right like what is hurting but also with pleasure like we have pleasure organs for a reason the clitoris is meant to be stimulated and if we don't use it you lose it and unfortunately it can atrophy just like a muscle and it can become even harder to have an orgasm if you're not using that muscle but aside from that there's a lot of negative things that can happen in our body when we're not having an orgasm you know with that tissue tissue atrophying and not being stimulated you're really losing out on so much blood flow to that space so many good amazing hormones and endorphins being released throughout your body the actual contraction and engagement of the pelvic floor in that space like there are so many amazing benefits just physiologically that an orgasm has but you know even beyond that there are so many good things about an orgasm that we need to be taking advantage of so I wanted to dive into some of those with you guys today and also you know just so that I can be 
more little tactical for you and give you guys some of this information so that, yeah, maybe it makes you kind of bridge that gap and get rid of some of that shame and guilt because there are actual facts of why it is good for you. But aside from that, there I want you to just kind of dive into whatever your mental resistance is. And maybe there is some trauma history there. You know, maybe you had a pretty religious upbringing. Maybe you had a pretty abusive relationship. There are so many things that can impact our relationship with our body. Maybe you had some miscarriages, difficulty with in, with fertility. Maybe, you know, you had some trauma during birth. There are so many things that can impact our connection to self. And one of the biggest things we can do is reconnect and give your body that compassion and process through that if you need to. If you need help processing through trauma or, you know, pain and shame and guilt and whatever else is in your way, definitely seek some mental health therapy and also see a pelvic floor PT because they are so intertwined. And at this point, I feel like I do just as much, if not more mental therapy than physical therapy here in my clinic with my practice. So I do a little bit of everything because it is just so connected. But especially this idea of self-pleasure and orgasm and masturbation, like I myself am still like, this is something that is kind of, um, you know, it's it's a challenging line to walk because in my clinic, I am very sex positive and body positive and all the things. And then at home, I have these little kids and it's so interesting to see how those, sh- how those messaging, that cultural messaging throughout my life kind of shows up. Um, I do. I'm like, it's a penis. It's a vagina. And um, my little ones like to use those words because they're like, oh, penis. Ha ha. He still likes to think it's funny. And it's so funny because I'm trying to make it not a funny thing. And yet, you know, he's going around laughing. So big sis is laughing and it's kind of impossible to make um, the word penis not funny or the word vagina not funny, apparently. Um, My oldest is the opposite. She does not want to hear the word. She does not want to say the word. (laughs) And I'm just over there like, say it, Noelle, say it. It's a vagina. It's fine. And we need to make these words normal and not gross and yucky because that's where the shame comes in. Why would you want to touch something that seems yucky? or gross or that people aren't supposed to, you know, mention or talk about. And obviously we want to draw those lines of what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. Don't get me wrong. Like we want our kids to know what is safe and what is appropriate and what is not. But as an adult, and especially, you know, these, my, my daughter, she's 12, she's approaching that stage. I haven't had this conversation with her at all yet. Um, And I don't know when I will, but I definitely will because I do want my daughter to know that there is no shame in this. There is no shame in touching your body and exploring your body and making yourself feel good. Again, why do we, especially as moms, but you know, women in general, like It's like we feel guilty when we feel good, when we find something that we enjoy because it means for some reason that we're sacrificing something else and not putting our energy into all of the other places that we need to, especially if you're a mom and you have little kids. It's so easy to feel this guilt and pressure. And obviously this shows up a lot with, you know, not taking the time to exercise or eat well or sleep well and all of these things. But even just something as simple as this, like 
take the time you deserve to feel good and I hope that yeah if you're in a healthy relationship and you're having regular sexual intercourse and you're having regular orgasms that's amazing but even playing around with yourself some from time to time can be so great it's a just a, such a self-connection exercise being in your body knowing what you enjoy exploring your own body figuring out maybe what you don't enjoy so that next time you can communicate that with your partner but especially if you're not sexually active with anybody right now you deserve to have an orgasm like you deserve to feel that pleasure and get all the benefits from it so with that let's dive into all the amazing benefits of it and this isn't even all of them but it's a pretty good list so you know right off the bat it is just something that makes our body feel good it feels good and it's because of the release of all of these amazing endorphins and hormones we're getting oxytocin and dopamine and all of these amazing endorphins pumping through our body and that can literally change your mood and your energy and how you feel because you have all of these happy hormones pumping through your body, um, which can also, you know, it really does help to build that sense of self and connection to your own body and that awareness of your body and rebuilding that relationship with your body, which is so crucial to maintain that relationship with yourself. So especially if you feel like you've never really had that, this is something that can really help you feel that connection and a more intimate relationship with yourself. Um, but again, also it can really improve your sleep because of those release of all of those happy hormones and endorphins. There's, um, a, because of that release of especially oxytocin, it creates a much calmer environment in our nervous system, which is why we do feel less stress and anxiety so it can physically actually act as like an antidepressant and anti-anxiety medication to have an orgasm you feel so much better that oxytocin is pumping through you but it also creates um, a biological environment where now you also are producing more melatonin so you will sleep better um so yes go have that orgasm before bed and you will sleep better um, but with that extra release and all of that blood flow and all of those hormones, yes, anti-stress, it works to release dopamine and a ple that pleasure chemical and um, a neurotransmitter in the brain that really helps with saying, oh, this was pleasure, this feels good, and it helps release stress in the body. But with all that blood flow, we're also getting a ton of lubrication and blood flow to the vaginal tissue, which can help plump up the vaginal tissue especially if you're feeling some atrophy, maybe postpartum, or you're starting to go through perimenopause or menopause, and you're really feeling dry and the skin is irritated, an orgasm can be amazing for this because we are increasing all of that blood flow. We are getting lubrication from the tissues, and it is helping plump up literally the life in that tissue again. But this blood flow does not stop at the pelvic floor. No, this orgasm and the blood flow surge that it creates pumps through the entire body which actually also improves your skin and can help with your complexion and create a glow um because of the that again that oxytocin and those um hormones and the blood flow it actually helps to um with 
connecting to the different fibroblasts and keratinocytes in our skin um, to help rid radicals, all of the oxidated radicals and stress inflammatory pieces um, that are being stored in our tissue, that blood flow and that release of hormones helps to clear out all of those toxins and improve your complexion. So that is another amazing benefit. Um, and which also, again, like reducing blemishes and complexion and skin tone and um, even adding plumpness and firmness throughout your body because you are getting blood flow and blood flow is life. That's where we're getting the oxygen that is going to help give that skin nutrients and also pump away all of the inflammation and toxic byproducts that are being stored in that space. Um, another amazing benefit that people don't tend to think of is it also strengthens your pelvic floor muscles. Again, remember that contraction. We are getting so many contractions within an orgasm, um, you know, and so all of those contractions are increasing all of that blood flow and also the contractile, contractile ability of that pelvic floor. So strengthening the pelvic floor, it is also a great thing. Now, here's one of the caveats because I do treat women who have pain with intercourse or maybe just pain with arousal or pain with orgasm. And this can be a sign that that pelvic floor is too tight. And so again, don't be afraid of the orgasm, but focus on some big breath work around arousal and around and after during and after an orgasm because that's going to make sure that if there was some tension in that pelvic floor that we're getting to relax it back open and this is also something I would reach out to me so we can work on and I can give you some other tools so that you can physically release some tissue as well so we can make sure that not only are you going to um, make arousal and orgasm much more comfortable but we can actually actually make orgasms way better. This is a common thing I hear from women after working with them. Maybe they were always able to orgasm and had no pain with it, but they're like, you know what? I've had like the best orgasm of my life since working with you. And it is so true. It is, you know, we are getting connected with our body. We're normalizing the tissue. We're normalizing the sensation and making sure that the nervous system is communicating the right way it should to that space and all of that extra blood flow. So it's no wonder that you're getting more input, more stimulus. You're feeling more. Your muscles are working as they should to contract around your clitoris to make it much more pleasurable. And then we do want to make sure that things aren't staying tight. So I do think it's a great proactive thing to just take some nice deep pelvic breaths afterwards so we make sure things are just calming down. Um, because another thing that the orgasm can do is relieve pain. Again, we're having all of those endorphins pumping through our body, which is the body's natural painkiller. And so when we are having that um, relationship with ourself, we are touching, which also releases those endorphins. But if you get to that orgasm, you have so many pumping through you. And so maybe it is a little uncomfortable if we have some physical tension and tightness. But if you can kind of recognize that relaxing and opening um, is helpful to reduce that pain, 
pain, you'll probably actually find that those orgasms, if you're getting them in regularly, are actually overall reducing the intensity of your pain and how often you're feeling that pain. And then maybe it gets to where you're not feeling it at all because you've coupled it with some breath work and some release work with your tissues and you've got some stretches in your routine and your toolbox. And so that is something that um, I'll probably do an episode on, you know, pain with, with sex and intercourse and some tools we can use for that. But um, for today's episode, I just wanted to dive in, guys, and kind of just break open the seal. Like, let's talk about orgasms. Why are they good for you? Why should you be doing them? There are so many good reasons, as we've discussed in this episode. And so if you're still feeling that hesitation and that like guilt or shame or like, oh, maybe it's just not for, for me. Like, yes, there's benefits, but like, no, that's just not for me. Again, why? Why are you denying yourself all of these benefits? Why are you denying yourself pleasure? Who told you in your life that that is not okay? Because I'm telling you today, it is more than okay and it is actually necessary Give yourself an orgasm at least once a week. Hopefully you're getting an orgasm um, more than that. And especially if you have a partner, hopefully it's a dual duly enjoyed, right? Like this shouldn't be a one-way street. We're not just having intercourse to please the men and please our husbands. This is another very unfortunate, sad thing I hear frequently from women, you know, like, oh yeah, I'm having pain with intercourse and I would like to, you know, to have that improve. My poor husband, I just feel so bad. And I'm like, wait, what? No, (laughs) No, like, yes, obviously, we want our husbands and our partners to be happy and satisfied in our relationship and feel fulfilled. But what about you? What about you? Do you enjoy it? I've had women who come in working, you know, with me. And maybe they've never enjoyed intercourse. Maybe they really could care less if they ever had sex again. And then it's like, well, my dear, I think that's why sex is painful for you. Like you are fighting your body because you don't actually really like it. But then they start to work with themselves on their own bodies and they give themselves an orgasm and they come back and they're like, holy shit, just kidding. I like orgasms. I just don't like intercourse with my husband. (laughs) And as sad of a reality as that is, it is some people's reality. And maybe that's because of your connection. Maybe it's simply because you haven't really even known what you like to be able to communicate that to your husband and your partner. Because I've seen this work through that whole spectrum. You know, there are people that ultimately they're just like, yeah, you know, I'm kind of asexual. I really, that doesn't drive me. I really could care less. And that's totally fine. You know, maybe that's not for you. But again, there are so many benefits that it's like, well, if it doesn't hurt, then maybe you should just give yourself an orgasm so you can have all the amazing benefits that come along with it, even if it doesn't, you know, like bring this big sense of pleasure to you. Um, But especially if it's someone like you enjoy intercourse, you enjoy having an orgasm and it just is uncomfortable and you've been avoiding it for who knows why all the different reasons, right? This is something that we can help. There is no reason you should be suffering and just trying to please somebody else. This is all about pleasing yourself. And so this holiday season, I want you to give yourself the best gift you can and give yourself that orgasm. 
I'd love to know what you thought about this episode because I know it's going to be a little controversial. So come over to the Balanced Momtality Wellness and Support. It is free and private. I would love to hear what you thought about today's episode. I just want to get this conversation started. Like, let's talk about it. I know for myself, this was something I never heard of as a female. I you know, discovered it myself, just kind of exploring and was like, whoa, what's that? I didn't even really put it together until I was an adult that that was an orgasm and that was self-pleasure. And that then there was this stigma attached to it because now I was like, oh, I, I masturbated? Like, gross, that's not for me. Like, okay, no one can know that I did that. Like, that's not okay. Like, this is private. But why? 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 I'm here, I'm breaking my own seal, and yeah, it feels a little uncomfortable, guys. I'm speaking out to the world about orgasms and masturbation. Never thought that would be me, but I just feel such a responsibility to help spread this knowledge and education and just break down those walls. We as women need to advocate for ourselves and for our health and for our own pleasure. If you don't advocate for yourself and your own sense of pleasure and happiness, who will? So I encourage you, go explore and see if it leads to something more fun. Well, that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day. I know you've got so many other important things going on, but I hope it was helpful and you leave here with some tools to help you in your healing journey. And I just want to ask you if you have found this helpful to please leave a review on iTunes. Scroll down to the bottom of my podcast page and leave that five-star review so it can help other women see this information. And also, if you want to be a part of my community of amazing women trying to balance all the things, great tips and insight and sharing stories and just motivating each other along the way, feel free to join my Facebook group, The Balanced Mentality Wellness and Support. I hope to see you here next time on The Balanced Mentality Podcast.